black helicopter crowd notion. The turn is always lurking just around the corner. It's never seen They've been crazy, but now they're right. Black helicopter crowd really is upset. The people are stupid and they're drunk. There'll be a revolution and they're going to lose. There are too many guns and too many people ready to fight them. I am a man of peace, but we have gangsters running this country. Criminals, gangsters. We're normal. We see total criminal takeover. The death of freedom. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm trying to awaken people, but look at the morons around you. They're zombies. Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Black Helicopter News. I'm your host, Andrew Robinson, and we got a great show for you today. Um, Back-to-back, baby. Back-to-back episodes. You know, I just felt like doing an extra episode, especially since I got a few notifications that my podcast audience wants more. All you have to do is go to Podomatic.com, click on... There's a button that indicates... Let them know you want more episodes. If you want more episodes, and I'm going to give you more. So that's the reason for the back-to-back episode. This is a little bonus episode. So here's what's coming up on today's show. Shot by a UFO and dead after 17 years in a mentally regressed baby-like state, the Barroso case. That's on AboveTopSecret.com. We'll also be checking out Top Scientists Strongly Suggest Our Universe Might Be Fake. That's on UFOholic.com. But first, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to give you a little update. Last episode, I mentioned the other day about the special guest we may be having on the show, the host of Shamanic Freedom Radio, Niall, and in about two weeks, he's coming on the show. We're looking at after the internship, the following Saturday. This isn't written in stone yet. This is unconfirmed, but this is what it's looking like. We'll be doing an episode in two weeks. He'd be doing some post-production on it. Maybe a few days later or a week later, I'll get it back and we'll be ready to release it. So within the next month, we're looking at this guest appearance by the host of Shamanic Freedom Radio, who has... Who has had David Icke on his show, Rupert Sheldrake, Graham Hancock. I was just saying to a colleague the other day who I was talking to about TED Talks. And she loved TED Talks. And I told her my two favorite TED Talks were the band ones by Rupert Sheldrake and Graham Hancock. This is amazing. Synchronicity. So this guy is going to be one of my most unique guests. And as I'm talking to you about this now, that noise you heard was a notification. He just got back to me. He'll put May 7th aside. If anything comes up and I have to change it, I'll let you know, Niall. This is amazing. He's talking to me as I'm talking about him. This is synchronicity. This is a good sign, folks. I didn't set this up to happen like this. This happened. You heard the ice cubes. That was a notification. This is literally breaking news for Black Helicopter News. So we're looking at May 7th recording. And whenever I get it after that is when it will be released. This is a brilliant man. He wants to talk about some things that we don't normally talk about. On this show, we talk about mysteries, theories, and all sorts of things of that manner. But with him, we are going to base our conversation about more of a philosophical and um, free-thinking. I don't want to give a lot away, but we already were talking about what we would base this show around. And I gave you a couple hints. It's going to be a deep show. It's going to be good. We're just... I don't know how it will go, but these shows usually go great. When I don't know how it will go, the universe seems to come together, and, um, and, and things always just work out that way. So, this is what it's about, folks. It's about networking, reaching out to people, communicating, collaborating with like-minded individuals. This is what creates a movement. This is what is going to change the world. 
people have to unite. We've got a lot in common. We've got a lot in common in life. Not just me and him, I'm just referring to people in general. We are here to learn. Why would we be on this planet Earth? Just to experience pleasure and pain? No, it's more than that. It's the whole underlying journey. Because think about it, if you die tomorrow, or if you know you're going to die tomorrow, you're going to want to live life to its fullest. You're not going to say, I need to hop on Elder Scrolls Online and grind out, see if I can level up before I die. No, you're going to want to skydive. This is what life is about, experiencing, ladies and gentlemen. And living in service to others, working towards a greater good, delivering truth, helping people wake up, helping people... Be free thinkers. Anyway. And that's the sound of my mom coming home. Um, so, as, as everyone should know by now, I live in my mother's basement. Um, I download a lot of movie scripts, and I like to criticize them. And yes, I do claim to have insider knowledge, when in fact I do not. Anyway. Grammy Award winner and platinum recording artist, President Zen One. His debut studio album, Philosopher's Stone. Including the smash single, New World Order. President Zen One, Philosopher's Stone, the digital album. Available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, and CDBaby.com. Get your copy today. Pump up the volume and let the music play. President Zen One, new CD, Rorschach Test. Featuring the smash single, Project Bluebeam. Rorschach Test. Available on iTunes, CD Baby, Reverb Nation, and other fine music stores. You can buy my new CD, Rorschach Test, and Philosopher's Stone, both for only $9.99. Check us out on Armageddon Record Shop on eBay. I've got digital download cards of both EPs for sale. Or just inbox us at zen1music at gmail.com. What are you waiting for? Andrew Robinson here. At Armageddon Record Shop, we've partnered with eBay to expand our operation. My goal is to find the best deals on the highest quality products and give them to you at the lowest prices possible. The New World Order wants us dependent. We need to be self-sufficient. Visit us at ebay.com slash USR slash Armageddon Record Shop. Books, video games, clothing, and much more. New items every month. Armageddon Record Shop on eBay. So today we're going to discuss the Barbosa case. This is in my UFO database that I'm constructing. It's a very credible case, and it's amazing. And we're also going to cover the top scientists that suggest our universe is fake. And we already know that people are fake. So why wouldn't the universe be fake itself? It would all make sense, actually. Um, what else? I guess that's all I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to give you the update. I want to talk to you about two quick stories. So let's jump into things. Top scientists strongly suggest our universe might be fake. This is written by Anna Ionita. This is on ufoholic.com. Check the site out. It's great. It's credible and incredible. So, an alternative interpretation of our existence indicates that we may live inside a computer simulated reality. And this may seem like a theory, but there's numerous scientists that give valid arguments for such a possibility. Neil deGrasse Tyson, pop star scientist, director of the museum's Hayden Planetarium. He considers there's a 50-50 chance our entire universe, entire existence, 
might be generated by a program on someone else's computer. He backed up his beliefs on that fact. And although we share more than 98% of DNA with the chimps, there's still a broad gap between intelligence level by both species. This only puts the odds in favor of other superintelligent species that could outscore us entirely with their advanced understanding. Ancient astronaut theorists such as myself back this man. We back this theory and we back this hypothesis. He believes the likelihood is very high because we'd be drooling, blithering idiots in their presence. Think about it. This is what this means. Look at a chimp. Go walk up to a chimp and talk to it. Ask it what's it doing. What level is it in Elder Scrolls Online? Ask it what's its favorite beer. Ask it what's its favorite food, color, etc. The chimp is unintelligent. It wouldn't have any type of reply. It would probably just rip your face off. So see that low consciousness of the chimp. It's a lesser being. Now imagine we have 98% DNA with them. So the 2% gap has humans among the genius levels of Einstein, Tesla. So why does only a 2% of DNA differentiation, how can that result in humans creating rockets? How could that be? That means our creators, the ancient aliens, that may have, let's say, 2% differentiation of DNA than us, would be of that level of a gap between us and chimps, between us and them. That's deep. So... Being that we would be that unintelligent, we would be among the levels of the chimps to these people. A chimp wouldn't know if it was being manipulated by computers. So why would we, if their computers are more advanced? That's what I'm talking about. And if anyone thinks that a computer couldn't even be that advanced, there's a game coming out. I'm not even going to go that Anyway, so there you go. Personally, I believe that the universe is fake. If we're at the level of a chimp to a higher species that created us, th then all of the rules go out the window. Our rules of physics would all be remedial. It'd all be child's play. Physics would be a joke. Quantum physics? That would be like one plus one to these species, to these extraterrestrial biological entities. And cosmologists would agree with me. Because, you know, if we were characters in a computer game, we would discover eventually that the rules were completely rigid and mathematical. And life is completely rigid and mathematical when it comes to many things regarding reality. Everything that we have been able to measure. So it just seems like it's probably computer generated. It's just code. And when you see crazy things happen in life, these are probably alien hackers just screwing with the world. That's why so many things may be messed up. Could be the result of hackers, alien hackers, hacking the Matrix, separate and independent of the original creators of the source code. I don't know. It's far out, but I truly believe that there's more than meets the eye. And this world has a lot to come to terms with and has to spiritually wake up. If we're going to survive, we're going to survive this next eon. We'll be right back. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our own government was responsible for the deaths of almost 100,000 people. Here we are, man.
few members have been murdered, Chief Inspector. Interrupting your regularly scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us. Just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, to the population of Baghdad. Shock and awe, indeed. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> My sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. that have taken your asses out in this building right now. We're armed to the teeth, and we're not scared. You got that, you sons of bitches? In 2012, your agency was saying, quote, the Salafists, the Muslim Brotherhood, and Al-Qaeda in Iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in Syria. Mm -hmm. In 2012, the U.S. was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups. Why did you not stop that? Why didn't you come forward before? What were you waiting for? Well, for you, Inspector, I needed you. I suddenly had this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? And we're back. Shot by a UFO and dead after 17 years in a mentally regressed baby-like state. The Barroso case. So, this next story is about a man named Luis Barroso Fernandez. And it's a shocking, fascinating, and challenging story. The story of a Brazilian man who was allegedly shot by an extraterrestrial biological entity that fired a beam of light and just six months after the incident, he lost all his mental faculties and regressed to a one-year-old baby-like state, only being able to articulate three words. Mom, give, and fear. He would remain in such condition for 17 years until his death in 1993. Doctors tried to find a diagnosis, but they all failed. Bob Pratt wrote a book about him. He visited him in 1986 and included the Barroso case in a book he wrote entitled UFO Danger Zone, Terror and Death in Brazil. So here's the story. In the early hours of April 3rd, 1976, one of the most impressive cases in UFO history. On this day, several residents of Quixada in Brazil witnessed the UFO maneuvering over the city. For one of these witnesses, the case would mean much more than a simple sighting. Being the sightings were so common in that region, the case would bring a radical change in a life of a man who had a robust, he who had robust health. 
before the contact just to start declining bit by bit and showing signs of a sort of syndrome or illness unknown to earthly medicine. The events began unfolding about 4.30 a.m. When military marksmen were training outdoors, they all saw and were amazed by a big, disc-shaped flying object moving silently at a low altitude, very low, while emitting an intense light. The men thought of some device. It, they thought it was a government flying ship. They had no idea. At the same time, in a different place in a city, a man named Luis Barroso Fernandez was about to leave for his farm. Located some kilometers away from the city, he prepared his two-wheel carriage, said goodbye to his wife, and left in the darkness on the early hours. After going some distance, he heard a buzzing sound similar to a swarm of bees. He looked behind but didn't see anything, so he continued onward. Suddenly, a flying object, about three meters in diameter, positioned directly over him. Scared, he pulled back the reins to his donkey and stopped to observe the strange object that was slowly descending in front of him, about 30 meters away. In that moment, the animal moved back. It was frightened. All at once, the object emitted a beam of light that reached both the animal and the owner, paralyzing them. A door was opened in the object, and two Two short beings appeared, one of them carrying something like a flashlight. This being aimed the flashlight-like device towards Barroso and shot him in the face. He immediately lost consciousness. When he came to, he noticed he was far from the place where he stopped his carriage. He felt dizzy, shaky, and his face was burning. His breathing was difficult and he had a strong headache. The left side of his body was reddened, and making the movements to get the carriage in motion was hard. Soon after, a cowboy arrived and realized his poor condition. He asked him what happened. Barroso asked the cowboy to take him home. Upon arrival, he told him about his extraordinary experience, and he still felt unwell as a result of the contact. So he asked his wife to take him to, doctor, to the doctors, one of the most renowned physicians in the city. The doctor carefully listened to Barroso's account, and even though he didn't believe in flying saucers in those times... He thought something very serious happened to Barroso, who happened to enjoy a great amount of credibility across the city. Dr. Moreira, he registered everything in the medical attention logbook and prescribed him an anti-allergic, a tranquilizer, and total repose. After going home, he continued feeling bad with constant pain in his body. His eyes were burning, left side of his body reddened. His story spread through the city, and people went to his home that for a first-hand account. Somehow the story reached the capital of the state and it was disseminated by local radio stations and newspapers. That opened the floodgates for UFOologists to head towards Quixada to investigate. They found that Barroso was worried and trying to avoid the interviews and fo photographs and he asked them to forget about his case. After a while, his story got, got old and people went, went back to their everyday life. Nevertheless, Barroso's life would never be the same. A few days after the contact, his hair turned grayish, and he became helpless and absent-minded. He felt malaise, memory lapses, it made his family worried. In view of this, they took Barroso back to the doctor, who tried in vain to treat Barroso. His symptoms just kept intensifying, which amazed the experienced Dr. Moreira. For this reason, he decided to send Barroso to the capital, where he might find the right treatment. And in the files, for his, even, even in his medical files, Dr. Moreira did include that, literally wrote, he was abducted by a flying saucer.
He was treated by neurologists, psychiatrists, but they criticized the account of Louis Barroso and criticized Dr. Moreira, who ended up believing Barroso's story. They attributed his case to mental problems. Doctors would not give an accurate diagnosis because they were ignorant to the truth. They sent him home without resolving his problem. They told him just to stay away from work. This led to the gradual worsening of his physical state and mental state. He was examined by 16 specialized physicians. No one had a precise diagnosis. Fortunately, the Center for UFO Research accompanied the family while the drama unfolded and his physical state deteriorated. But UFOologists interviewed people linked to the case and explored the possibility of making a regressive hypnosis. As time went on, his condition got worse, but more memory lapses, and a gradual loss of his locomotory, of his locomotive capacities. Nothing worked. An electrocephalogram, urine, glucose, cholesterol tests, other clinical analysis determined his health was perfect apart from his brain, which was affected somehow in an unusual way. He was experiencing a mental regression that seemed to be irreversible. And over time, he ended up behaving like a baby. And from that moment on, he was showed trauma every time somebody took a picture that had a flash. He passed away April 1st, 1993. So this really bothers me because when you hear cases like this, it's truly disconcerting. And, you know, as much as you want to spread love and graduate to the universe and unite with other species... When you hear about an extraterrestrial biological entity attacking, doing something to someone, someone innocent, and they would just still attack them, really makes one not have any respect for their race. It really makes one think that that their race is just truly an inferior subhuman, even though they're more advanced than us, which is ironic, but... um, But I I don't know, folks, should, I don't know. But I was very unhappy to hear about this man losing his life due to those scumbag extraterrestrial biological entities that just wanted to fire upon a man on a donkey, minding his business. So when I say I want to walk into the light when I see them, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. They would attack an innocent man. They are weird and strange. They are a lesser race. He didn't have a description of the UFO occupant, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Greys, if it was the Zetas, because they are evil. They have the pact with different governments from around the world that they have basically the green light and diplomatic immunity to abduct citizens. And I personally had enough of this. If I see one of those aliens, I'm just going to punch him in the face. I'm out of here. But back to back, baby, for you guys. So keep listening. Keep sharing the pod. Keep requesting bonus episodes. And I'll keep them coming, folks. So um, that being said, see you on the other side.